What's going on, brothers and sisters? Oh, yeah, I'm going to talk about the power of dark chocolate and or cocoa powder. Your long-awaited episode about the health benefits of that little treat you call chocolate. Yeah, I'm talking about chocolate. So let's talk a little bit about dark chocolate and cocoa powder. Some of you have been asking me about this, about when I'm gonna come out with this episode and you wait with bated breath. Of course, many of you can just go onto the internet and just Google the benefits of heart and dark chocolate, but you like hearing it through my filter. So I'm gonna, one, remind you to look at the benefits of dark chocolate, and number two, make sure that you do it in the right way so you don't counteract the benefits of chocolate, because this is going to be one of those topics where you're going to be like, oh my God, I cannot believe how cool dark chocolate is. Now don't go overboard. And there is going to be a caveat here that you got to follow or else you're not going to get all the benefits of dark chocolate. Yeah, I'm talking about chocolate. So, first of all, let me describe my mood this morning. I'm going to connect it to chocolate. My mood is freaking awesome. And it's not because we're reaching, you know, that electric time of fall where the leaves start changing and the wind starts blowing and you feel like you want to go out to the pier and soak up the power of the universe no, I mean, Paul, you know, sometimes what I call the electricity of, of Paul, I call it creative melancholy, where you kind of start getting depressed and you're like, oh my God, I'm not getting as much light as I used to. And so you feel like you really need some more pick me up. Well, I'm going to give you some suggestions here. And it's going to start with chocolate. Yeah, I'm talking about chocolate, man. So what did I drink this morning? Part of the time preparing for this podcast. I got up and I made some Starbucks coffee, ground Starbucks coffee. I got a little half and half, you know, that really like high fat milk. It's like practically cream. And then I whisked it up, got it all frothy and I put it on my coffee. And then here's the key. I sprinkled cocoa powder on it unsweetened cocoa powder and i'm telling you people i started doing this about a year ago and it's just in terms of your mood it makes your mood really good and when you connect it to the caffeine it is spectacular so have you thought about that and a lot of you thinking like oh my god this is bullshit i remember that like my home ec teacher taught me not to eat too much chocolate, except unless it was, you know, with sugar, you know, with, <clears throat> excuse me, like the occasional treat during, you know, Christmas or something like that. The chocolate was bad. It was like a junk food. And you're telling me just the opposite. Well, yeah, the regular milk chocolate that you guys, you know, when you have your s'mores and you get a whole bunch of, milk chocolate and you connect it with marshmallows and grand cat crackers and you're stuffing your pie hole with sugar sugar's the villain here it's not the cocoa powder 
This is one of the things through my deep dive into all of these health studies, which is who the real villain is, okay? So milk chocolate, there is a villain there. It's not the cocoa powder. Don't blame the cocoa powder for what sugar did. And so because of my amazing powers of analysis, you know, like I'm one of those guys that run up and say, I seen it on the internet. That's me. It's that sugar is the villain. So have you ever thought about the, the health benefits of pure cocoa powder? Yeah, I'm pretty much talking about the baking chocolate cocoa powder. Now, a lot of you probably have. You, did you ever do that when you were a kid? When you thought like the cocoa powder was like the good stuff that was full of sugar. And then you tried to like put it, you, you know, you tried to taste the cocoa powder and you're like, oh my gosh, that's terrible. I, I thought I was going to get the carnation stuff, the stuff that's full of sugar. And I, and I hate cocoa powder. And then the only time you hear of cocoa powder again is like when your mom makes brownies or something like that. You're like, oh yeah, that's what cocoa powder is. It's not the good stuff for your sugar. But the cocoa powder is what I put in my coffee. And it's really good, especially when you connect it with half and half that's whisked up and coffee. Trust me, your mood is going to be so good. So what I'm going to do is, is I'm going to identify some sort of counterintuitive benefits of cocoa powder. I'm not going to provide you a mechanistic analysis of why, but I think a lot of you are going to really be surprised and you're going to you're going to make sure that you put more cocoa into your diet and or dark chocolate because dark chocolate is very low in sugar but once you get used to dark chocolate so it's not as sweet but then you start liking the taste and you don't need the super sweet dark chocolate so what are the benefits of dark or of cocoa powder and pretty much the same diff with dark chocolate. Here are the benefits. Cocoa powder helps, I'm just gonna list them. It helps adding more cocoa, restores your diet, helps to improve your attention, working memory, and general cognition. It also may restore cognitive performance in people with sleep loss. And I would add, it's also going to elevate your mood you're going to feel really, really good. You know, like I'm pretty smart, but I think I would have done better on some of my standardized tests if I would have had cocoa before I took them. That and if I didn't drink so much coffee that I felt like I had to go to the bathroom the whole time. But yeah, so have some cocoa. And I would advise probably to fasting before you take any particular test. It also contains cocoa powder, a strong amount of, of iron, zinc, and selenium. These minerals help your body function and give your immune system a boost. It includes better muscle and nerve function. Magnesium is important for regulating muscle contraction and helping with nerve function. The mineral also helps protect, protect nerve cells and reduce the risk of neurological disorders. Cocoa, cocoa powder contains magnesium which means consuming, it can help with healthy muscle and nervous system. Here's the key. Cocoa powder contains these things called flavonoids, 
flavanols, a type of flavonoid that's found in dark chocolate, it helps to protect you from heart disease by lowering your blood pressure, improving your blood flow, preventing cell damage, man. Cocoa powder also contains polyphenols, antioxidants that help to improve your cholesterol and blood sugar levels and reduces the risk of heart disease. It's also going to, man, I'm telling you, it's going to lower your inflammation in your body. You know, when you talk about like all these health influences, you're like, oh my God, you're going to get, you're going to get heart disease if you have too much cholesterol. Well, I'm going to punt on that as an argument because I'm not a doctor, but I can tell you about cocoa powder. Okay. But a lot of the risks of even cholesterol <clears throat> or higher fat diets are when you have damage to the underlying um, blood vessels in your body. And then once that damage occurs, cholesterol arrives at the scene for purposes of cellular repair. So a lot of reasons why they think cholesterol is the bad guy, because it's seen at the scene of the crime, but it's like blaming the firemen when they're trying to put out the, um, the fire. So like if you had an alien and you're thinking like, oh my gosh, in every fire, there's a fireman. That must mean the fireman was the one that started the fire. They're there every time. There's nearly a hundred percent correlation between the fire and the firemen. So even though they're also there to help put out the fire, they're always there. So if you're talking about association, do firemen cause fire? Well, of course they don't. <clears throat> Use your brain, people. And so this is one of the things in terms of the antioxidants. When most of us are like in the state of inflammation, we have too much stress, we don't get enough sleep, we don't work out. And so we're, our bodies are always inflamed. Well, that can cause, and our, our balance of oxidants versus antioxidants is all out of whack, which can really cause a lot of damage to your cellular tissue. And this is one of the things that causes these little damage in your blood vessels. And then all of a sudden you get these, these little things that come to try to repair your blood vessels. And all of a sudden you die of a heart attack because your blood vessels are all clogged up. And maybe it's just because you didn't eat enough dark chocolate and you didn't eat enough cocoa powder. So why do we think that chocolate is so bad? Well, the reason is, is that milk chocolate, in order to, you know, basically make it sweeter and more palatable and create kind of like an addiction to the substance, it's a lot of sugar has been added to it. Sugar is the villain. I hate sugar, okay? So one of the, my pet peeves with Hershey and the cocoa powder that I consume is that all the recipes they suggest on the back of the container talks about adding sugar to the, to the recipe. And that's the problem with milk chocolate, the Hershey bars, the, the candy bars is they're jacked with sugar. So even though there are some benefits to the cocoa that makes the chocolate, you're essentially counteracting all of those benefits by adding a shit ton of sugar. So sugar's the bad guy here. It's not the cocoa. Cocoa's the good guy. So the problem with the candy bar is whatever benefit the chocolate gives is counteracted by the sugar. So let's just enumerate some of the 
problems with sugar can cause weight gain, depression, bad skin, diabetes, cancers. Obviously, it can cause cavity. Um, it can cause, yes, it can cause an elevated mood, but then you have a crash. So it, it, it causes insulin resistance. It causes all sorts of health problems. And so sugar is the bad guy. I'm an anti-sugar guy. I don't eat much sugar. I try to limit my sugar intake. Although recently I had a ginger beer and I thought it was a diet ginger beer and had a ton of sugar. So and I can feel it. Like if you don't drink sugar for a while or any product with sugar, you drink it and you're like, oh my gosh, it kind of kind of puts your body out of whack. So I can uh, also provide you just a brief summary. You know, one of the nice things about the internet is that we have access to all these journal articles. Um, and it's kind of crazy. But so this is, I'm just going to highlight one for you. You can go on the internet just like I can. But part of the goal of the Rockney cast is to help to get you to see things that are hiding in plain sight. I mean, keep in mind, people, that my mind was blown like two weeks ago by coupling yes and no. So it doesn't take much to blow my mind. That was my episode on James Clear, yes and no coupling, where I learned that if you say yes to something, you're saying no to other things. And if you're saying no to a lot of things, you're not saying yes to certain things. I mean, it doesn't sound that mind-blowing, but you got to listen to the episode to actually see why that's such a good concept. Same thing with dark chocolate and cocoa powder. You can go on to Google at any time and get your AI chat bot, your AI chat, you know, girlfriend, if pro probably some, I, I hope not. I hope that you know if you go that direction, but you can ask AI, you can ask Google and you're going to get all this benefits. But more important, here's what you're going to do. Next time you have coffee, you're going to have a little bit of half and half. You're going to whisk it up and then you're going to put some cocoa powder in it with no sugar. That's the key, no sugar. So I'm just going to summarize a uh, article from the Clinical Nutrition Metabolic Care Journal, a November 2013 health journal. And the summary of it is, is that it talked about the cocoa powder is traditionally eaten as a confectionery, in other words, candy, right? which was contrary to its medicinal use in the past. However, relatively recently, people are really realizing, hey, cocoa has an amazing amount of benefits, and they began to understand why that is the case. And that particular article, which you can see, it's by Rabia Latif, discusses the progress on the potential health benefits of cocoa and its derivatives. They focus on key areas of immune regulation, inflammation, neural protection, oxidative stress, obesity, and diabetes control. So these issues are like huge. And if you address these underlying issues, this is the source of all health. And so they actually did the, the, the analysis and they talked about what they learned. And they said that they were able to confirm that Thanks to the advancements in these analytical technologies, the cocoa's metabolic pathways have now been mapped. In other words, they understand why it works. 
it improves weight loss by improving mitochondrial biogenesis. How cool is that? It increases muscle glucose intake by inserting glucose transporter four in skeletal muscle membrane. So it's moving the energy to your muscles. Because of its antioxidant properties, cocoa offers neuron protection and enhances cognition and positive mood. It lowers immunoglobulin E in release in allergic responses, and it can affect the immune response and bacterial growth at intestinal levels. It reduces inflammation by inhibiting nuclear factor. So what the summary was is, is that in identifying these health benefits, it may have the potential to be used to prevent treatment of allergies, cancers, well, I'm gonna avoid the whole cancer topic, oxidative injuries, and that's important because a lot of the oxidative in, in, injuries occur in your blood vessels, among other places. And that's where you're talking about the increased risk of heart disease. And that's when you get the body out of balance between the oxidative particles and the antioxidants. That's why it needs to be in balance. And if it's not in balance, it can actually cause injuries to your blood vessels. When those injuries occur, that's when the cholesterol rises at the scene to engage in the cellular repair. Inflammatory conditions, anxiety, hyperglycemia, and insulin resistance which are sort of key factors of especially type two diabetes. So I hope, you know, as this fall season progresses that you try a little coffee and cocoa powder. Don't put sugar in it. Just keep the, the zhuzh, I call it the zhuzh, you know, which is the half and half whisked up and you are gonna feel so good. And we'll talk about a lot of ways you can enhance your mood in terms of getting additional sleep, sauna, heat therapy, light therapy. Make sure you're getting enough light because otherwise, you know, January is going to hit. A lot of you are going to be like, oh, my God, I just feel so sad. And you're going to look out the window and just feel sad and rip your butt cheeks and just feel sorry for yourself. But if you listen to the Rocky cast, that's not going to happen. You're going to be purpose driven. You're going to have a good mood because I'm going to give you tools to get that good mood, to be purpose-driven, and to improve your cognition. And I'm telling you, I need all the cognition enhancement that I can get, especially as I get older. I'm telling you, I, I need to have that happen. So friends, thank you so much for tuning in. I know you got a lot of choices out there. You got, you know, there is that Bruce Springsteen, 67 channels and nothing on. Well, you guys literally have like a gazillion different podcasts that you can listen to. And the fact that you tuned into this one, how cool is that? So total gratitude to each and every one of you who tune in to the Rocky cast. And I am going to do my results of my 30-day Ruck challenge. And that's going to be probably my next episode. We may do some detours. I may do some detours related to, um, I might do Why I'm a Republican Part 2. Because, um, you know, I, I, some of you are like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're Republican. Well, I, I stand by that. And I'm not likely going back. The only way I'd potentially go back to being a Dem 
would be if uh, there were more blue dogs. I'd probably be like a dumb in 1972 West Virginia. Like I would probably be a dumb then. Or, you know, I, I so there's a lot of dumb. There are some dumbs I'd still probably be, but I can't. Now, I'll also probably do some episodes on the Republicans that I still don't like. Paul Ryan, Mitt Romney, I still don't like those guys. I don't like their ideology. I'm kind of more Rand Paul, kind of, with some more caveats, though. I love his Ukraine policy. Um, I don't think taxes are the source of all evil. Uh, I, I More and more, I do find myself leaning that way, even though I think there are certain things the government does exceedingly well. Some things government does horribly. So that's really the conversation. It's not either, it's not whether we're going to have government. It's what where we're going to have government, how much we're going to have, and where it does things well, and where it does not do things well. So that's going to. So I'm going to. I'm going to bash a few Republicans too, but I'm definitely Republican because I want to keep the lights on. I want basic public order. Um, I love the country. I'm, I'm really patriotic. Um, you know, I don't. I don't digress into kind of bullshit topics, and I don't sit around in fear quivering my butt cheeks talking about um any compromised any kind any compromised well some of you are immunocompromised like the bubble boy but most of you aren't you're just not healthy because you're you don't eat enough you don't get enough sun you don't get enough exercise you got a negative outlook on life so i, I mean there is such a thing but a lot of it's just because you you're just not you're just not getting your shit together so that's why I'm not a down. I, I just can't do it anymore. I got balls. That's why I'm a Republican. I'm an American man. I don't think any self-respecting dude can be a down these days. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I don't believe you can. So let's have a conversation. I hope I hope I don't lose too many friends here, but we're going to have a fun time as we talk about, you know, I, I maybe I'll do a why I'm a Republican part two. So stay tuned. I think I'm going to go rucking today. I'm going to get some exercise. Um, I'll probably do a little meditation. I, I'm not really sure, but probably not going to go to church today. I, I'm, I'm going to hold out. I've been going a lot lately, so I've, I think I'm on good terms. But at least for this weekend, I think I'm going to punt. But in any event, thank you so much for tuning in. I have so much gratitude to all of you. And I hope you continue to spread the word. I should do this at the beginning, but I kind of want to do it at the end because if you're here this far, you're like a true believer. You're like, oh my God, this guy is really good. I'm going to share it with my friend and my and my grandma. I say, grandma, you should hear this guy. He's kind of a crackpot, but he's he's really fun. I mean, I, I do learn some things. I don't agree with everything he says, but I, I really do agree with him on a lot of things. So you can refer your grandma, your enemy, your mom, your dad, your cousin, Billy, your uncle, Earl, Pretty much anyone, anyone should tune into this damn thing so we can grow this freaking episode and this this freaking podcast that we're trying to build here. So thank thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, you and I you and I see each other on the Rocky Cast. We'll be eating a lot of dark chocolate. Until then, until next time on the Rocky Cast.